Not all live action marketing videos are equals. Some are super sophisticated and expensive to produce, while others are literally made using a smartphone app and a camera. What all good videos have in common, though, is a good script, good planning, and good execution. On this episode, we explain the cost factors of producing a quality live-action marketing video. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast the podcast that talks about everything in the video marketing revolution, the new paradigm of video marketing. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo, and with me is my co-host and colleague, Brendan Carty, Head Writer and Chief Story Lead for ThinkMojo. So, Brendan, I got that out. That was a little bit tough to get out today, uh, that, that intro. Uh, it's a little bit early in the morning for me. I'm here on California time for a change, not on East Coast time. So how are you doing? Good, Joel. How are you? I'm, I'm glad to see that you're, you're so nimble of mind this morning that you were able to get through that. I was, I was impressed. Well, nimble of mind, I don't think that describes me anymore. <laughs> nimble of feet I used to be. Uh, I think your nimbleness is just waned over the <laughs> in every in my, every way. Yes, my nimbleness is waning. But what I wanted to talk about today was how can you be nimble using live action videos. So, Brendan, on this podcast, I want to talk about live action and why do live action videos cost so much? Because sometimes when people come and they want to make a live action video, I mean a really good one, not something that you upload from your iPhone, they get sticker shock for how much it really cost. And so I thought it would be a good good podcast episode to actually do an overview of why a live action video costs so much. Yeah, it's one of those things that really does catch people off guard. And I think that from from their perspective, they look at animation versus live action. And some of them assume that live action would actually be more affordable. And I think it's because you look at animation, it's like, that's a specialized skill. You know, I don't have a button on my iPhone that turns real life into animation, right? But I can record something and, and I know how to speak. So live action videos, putting it in the hands of professionals should just be like a little bit more complicated than that. But in actual fact, it's like a ton more complicated than that. Uh, so yeah, you get people with, you give people live action quotes and they're, they're just stunned. They're, you know, their hair falls out of their head. And yeah, I, I know they, that. They, that's that. Is that why I've, I've gone bald? I got a, it. You've had a lot of live action estimates <laughs> thrown your way. In fact, world Joel Gubich is good on live action estimates. Sorry, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> so, I but so what are the what are the reasons, right? Like what what are the drivers of that cost? And you know, for just think about it. Uh, just think about it this way. There are so many different degrees of live action video. On the bottom, like you said, you can just put your iPhone on record and point it at something and, and wait 90 seconds and call that the marketing video. But in order to put together a professional live action shoot, 
you need a bunch of professionals. You need a crew that a lighting crew, you need a director, something called a director of photography. You need somebody who is going to scout the locations beforehand, a casting director, someone who's going to make sure that the, the characters in your video actually represent your brand well. And then there's, there's a ton of equipment that goes into it too. I mean, there's, you, you're not used the same camera that I use to film, you know, my two-year-old getting spaghetti on her face is not the same camera you want to use to, you know, shoot a promo uh, video for your new app. That's, you know, supposedly going to make you trillions of dollars. So there's a huge difference in, in the equipment and you have to pay for that equipment, you know, piece by piece throughout the project. You're not, uh, you know, that, that is factored into the cost as well. So equipment, uh, the technical expertise that these people bring, which is a lot, and other things like locations and uh, casting and, and insurance. The, these are things that will continue to drive the cost up. So now you're not just talking about, you know, something that maybe five to $10,000. Now you're talking about something that is $20,000 know, and beyond. That's not to say that you can't make a live action video on the cheap. You obviously can, but I think when when we talk about videos for marketing purposes that are for businesses, so if you want to put your best foot forward as a business, you really this is an investment. You don't want to put Absolutely. some schlock thing out there and people's first reaction, that first impression is, oh yeah, somebody did it off their iPhone. No, yeah. Even if yeah, you do no, it off it, your iPhone, you still have to take care of lighting and sound and editing yeah. software and setting up the location. All those things are still part of that same uh, live action video production. Absolutely, and, and you know you'll you'll have a, a common conversation when people will get that first wave of, of shock, like how how could it be that expensive? And let's say rightfully so, they'll ask, well, you know, can we make it for cheaper? And the answer is always yes. Absolutely, we can make it for cheaper. But the result is the video is going to look cheaper. You know, you can't. There, you know how like local car TV or car commercials on TV they look just absolutely awful. That's because somebody along the way was like, "Yeah, but can't we just do it cheaper?" <laughs> you know, so so they they went short on things like lighting and probably things like script, and you know they had. Mitch from accounting, you know, be the 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 front man of the hey, commercial. Don't discount Mitch, man. He does don't hate great Mitch. improv. Mitch, Mitch does Saturday improv, but <laughs> you know, when it comes down to reading a script, Mitch is not that great. So, yeah, there are plenty of ways that you can cut corners, but it's going to show. Yeah, and when you have something that is on, you know, meant for mass consumption, and it's going to be on a number of different screens, you want something that is is polished. And professional because that's going to represent your brand. And if your video looks unpolished and unprofessional, so will your product. And you know there are there are instances where doing a cheaper video could work out for you. And it's actually funny with the the car commercials. There was uh, there's actually a philosophy with these car commercials that you see them all across the country in local markets, and they're so intentionally bad. You know you'll have people dressed up in you know ridiculous costumes and doing these ridiculous voices. Because there's only two points to a car commercial. It's to get attention and to amuse you. Because 
there's you know every the differences between one car company or one dealer and another are not that great. So they're just vying for attention and they want to make you laugh so that you'll remember them in some way. So some of them actually do intentionally awful commercials. So you know if you if you really just want to get out there and get in people's head and just spread awareness, then hey maybe maybe that cheap video that you do yourself that is just over the top and hilarious is a good thing for you. Yeah, but even and that's, that that's one, it, you... that, I mean that seriously, by the way, you know, like there are uses for it. But if you want to present your video as being or present your product as being something that's viable, that it deserves, you know, investor money and is something that is, uh, you know, different or innovative in some way, then you will need to invest in a, a more polished video. That's true. But even those car commercials that look so amateurish and that we can laugh at. And everybody recognizes – it used to be mattress commercials, if I recall, were the same thing. Not everybody is a good actor. In fact, you know, from our experience working with a lot of people, if you put them in front of a camera and they're not professional actors, even if you give them the script, they're going to freeze up. And yeah. if, you put the, if you put the script in front of them so they can see it there and they're reading off of it, it looks that way. So even if you're doing – you know, video on the cheap like that, and you're just looking into the camera. It takes a certain skill set to do that, and that's where a live action video can start to cost money. Because if you have to hire professional actors, or if you have to train or coach, you know, that CEO who's going to be looking into the camera and giving some sort of testimonial, that takes time, that takes equipment, that takes money, takes coaching, that jacks up the price. Absolutely, yeah. No, and and jacks up the price, and also makes it a lot. Uh, if you don't do it, it makes it just the risk that it will not work out. You're you're now gambling the entire budget on the uh, on you know whether your actor will deliver. So it may you know twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollars may seem like a lot for a video, but you're you're going to get a good product. Whereas even if you spent ten thousand dollars doing it yourself. That may be ten thousand dollars completely wasted if it turns out to be subpar. Right. Uh, you, know, and, you know, some of the difficulties of live action, again, these are things that jack up prices that people don't think about it. You know, if you've done the video, you know, and you're now in the editing room, you're at the final edit and some something doesn't jive. If you don't have B roll that's on the floor waiting to be uh put in there as as an edit that means you might have to reshoot, and reshoots take time. They're expensive if they're even a, if if you even can do it. You know, if the conditions yeah. have changed, if you've done an outside location shot, if you still have access to that location, what if you you shot it in a cafe? You know that you had to uh, finagle and, and talk with the owner about, and you know they're not going to let you come back in and, and reshoot. Or if you if you got a permit from the city to use a local park, you can't go back and do it just you know on the fly. And like you said, what the the lighting? If you shot outside, if the lighting situation is slightly different, it's going to look really bad. So, and th these are the things that a uh, a professional director will be aware of when they when they shoot. They're going to shoot for all of the contingencies, you know, things that may or may not work that they can piece together in the editing room. And editing, just in it in its own right, is so important. And editing software is not cheap, and editors themselves are not cheap. And that's that's the difference between shooting you know just f getting film or getting you know it, whatever it would be the digital equivalent is and actually creating a video it's all in the editing so 
you you gotta you gotta pay premium dollar to get a premium product and unfortunately there's no there's really no way around it unless you're satisfied with somehow leveraging poor visual quality as part of your brand identity <laughs> to put it uh to put it mildly yeah well it goes back to a lot of things you know i don't want to touch on it too much but it goes back to things that we have been harping on forever in the video marketing revolution that is you got to plan it you got to think about it. It's not just turning on a camera and away you go. You know, whether it's live action, animation, whatever the marketing video is, script writing and storyboarding is still a key component. You got to know what you're doing beforehand before you actually start doing it. A good video isn't good enough. You need a good video strategy as well. At Think Mojo, we'll show you how to create a video marketing plan that gets results. It's totally free and there's no obligation. Just visit thinkmojo.com slash consultation and set up your video strategy consultation today. Let's talk about another issue, another problem, another cost with live action video that people should be aware of. And that is they're not as evergreen. That is, they don't have the same shelf life necessarily as perhaps an animation or a whiteboard or, or other type of uh, video styles because items may change. You may take a picture of a video of somebody using a, I don't know, a smartphone. Well, in three mm -hmm. years from now, people will look at that and say, oh, look at that smartphone. That's from, you know, 2000. No, that's, that's actually – that's a great point because, you know uh, – we, we talk a lot about, you know, as far as evergreen, it's like, you know, there's some long arc things like uh, styles may change and, and things like that. But I think the more important thing is, like you just said, the device. If you want to show your app or something working on a device or on a computer, God, that's going to be outdated in, in a year or two years, you know, as, as new models come out. So you don't want something that is uh, – you, you want to get the, the most use out of your video, obviously. So – Another consideration why live action is, uh, you know, could be there, – there are plus sides to it, but there are also things that you want to be aware of. Absolutely. Well, you know, you did say something about style. So you're saying that, you know, my bell bottoms and uh, my Fu Manchu mustache are going to – those are going to be in style for a while. <laughs> I was going to say I think that you're probably – you're definitely closer to those coming back into style <laughs> than from the last time they were in style. So uh, I, at this point, you may as well just hold on to them. <laughs> well, I think I'll put on the show notes page pictures of me with my Fu Manchu mustache. The Fu Manchu, absolutely. We would, we would all appreciate that, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I want to – Put it up, put really it up top too. Don't, don't bury the lead. I mean put that – Front and center. I'll put it front and center. You know, uh, this could be your live action video actor. <laughs> this this mustache twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> well, you know, I want to make sure that we get to what I consider the nectar, the key message of every podcast. Absolutely. You know, and for this podcast, it's not just because you know live action costs money, and it's not just that anyone can shoot a video because we know anybody can shoot a video today, and it's. It takes more than that to make a good marketing video, and quality counts, and it costs money. Quality costs money. Absolutely, and if you you want to cut out some things and get to a lower budget, you do have to understand that it's going to be reflected in the in the final product. And you know these are these are just certain things that are are just realities of the game. And the good news is that hey, if live action is too expensive for you, 
there are plenty of good animation models that will be more affordable and that could actually be better fits for your brand. So don't be don't be so crestfallen if uh, you know the, the live action budget turns out to be too much. Okay, well I will not be crestfallen, but I don't want our I don't want our audience and our listeners to be crestfallen as well. Just go into the concept of creating a live action video with open eyes, understanding that uh, it could cost you more than you what what you perhaps thought it might. So we've come to the end of another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. You can subscribe to this podcast and get complete access to the video tips and show notes that we've talked about on this episode by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. And remember, you can also download and listen to previous episodes on iTunes or the Stitcher radio apps. And we'd appreciate your ratings and comments, really. This helps others discover this content and join the video marketing revolution. So for Brendan and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.